and then there's theme song music, and then there's light banter. Are you just not going to say anything? <laughs> yeah. For as long as possible, you're just going to sit there and stare at me through the screen? The was, show has started, Dagny. It was funny. Just you said, and then there's light banter, and I say nothing. Honestly, very <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> it's It's a bit... Anyway, welcome to the show, Billy. What's up? <laughs> oh, you know. What's I, that's all right. Here we go. <laughs> Is this how Poptimist begins? Yeah, we just recorded another episode, so we got to like get back into the groove of not an episode with another guest, but we did our mini sode which you released what 2 weeks ago at this yeah, point. Yeah, this point. Yeah, we were yes, 2 weeks. That was so 2 weeks we're ago, you remember? Recording real out of order. So we got to get back into the group of a real episode because we just kind of chatted for 30 minutes and now we got to get back into pretending like we haven't been talking for 30 minutes already. Anyway, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> letting down the curtain. Are you also sitting in silence and letting me do <laughs> this now? I'm waiting for you to chime in, Billy. Really, anytime. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter when you're listening, welcome to Poptimist, a pop culture breakdown show focused on optimism. I'm a host. My name's Billy. Hey, who's that other host? I'm Dagny. What's up? Oh my gosh, Dagny, I haven't seen you in so long. How's your day going? Crazy, (laughs) crazy, crazy. It's been a good day. I went to Burbank, went to some cute little shops, and then went to Trader Joe's. And you know, no good day. There is no such thing as a good day that includes the phrase "I went to Burbank." <laughs> Wait, have you never been to on Burbank Boulevard all the little like thrift stores and gift shops? Yes, and no, all that? They, yeah, and they have it's the one where all... quaint. Don't be. Rude. Have you been to the one where like all of the film sets dump all the costumes they're not going to use again? Yes, and that one's big on TikTok and not great. That's I had a feeling TikTok would ruin so, that thrift store. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a thrift store that. The whole shtick is that the little turnstiles, not turnstiles, what are they called? The things that they put clothes on, the racks. Uh, Each one is supposed to be costumes from different shows. So, like, there was a Jim Carrey show. What's the Jim Carrey Showtime show? Right now? I have no clue. I Oh, God, I was just looking at it. Our guest knows he's saying it. Um, anyway, he's trying to. You can, you can chat. There's a chat box. Um, I we can circle back. Uh, but kidding. Yeah. What was it? Kidding. Yes, kidding. Okay. Oh, nice. Pretend, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We'll There's bring no you guess. back in just a second. There's no guest. There's a guest, but you, they're later. You heard nothing. Um. Anyway, that's their whole shtick, and it became big on TikTok because it is a good shtick. But now it's just really crowded in there. Every time I go in. Um, and it's just not as fun because I went there like years ago and it was, yeah. it was cooler. I had a whole turnstile to give you an idea of when I went, it had a whole thing of Gina Rodriguez costumes from Jane the Virgin. Um, so that was oh, fun. That's fun. So yeah. if I wanted to dress in young Sheldon's clothes, I could go there and wait <laughs> and then I could be young Sheldon. A yeah. Show yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. Every episode. I'm just kidding. I haven't seen a single thing. Oh, I was about well, to be really surprised. Um, I do want to say before we talk, because it is oh, spooky season. Um, spooky. And we are going to talk about Interview with Vampire. I've only watched the first episode. Loved it, but we'll get into it. I will have to say, <clears throat> sorry, there is a new season slash series of my one of my favorite things on YouTube, which is Shane and Ryan. They hunt for ghosts. They were on BuzzFeed, and now they have their own series that's even better. And it's on Watcher, which is on YouTube. Anyway, 
bunch of different wow. names. Shane and Ryan, they're very, very funny. Two guys that hunt for ghosts. Um, Shane is a skeptic. He doesn't believe in ghosts. And he has a great time just being like, come kill me. And like, dude, just it's great. Um, <laughs> anyway, so if you. And I was actually. Are, I was So go ahead. Never mind. No, if you are a fan of Shane, of, of Unsolved, it was BuzzFeed Unsolved. They were the hosts of that. Um, they now have their own show. And it's similar format, but they have more tools, which is fun because they have a spirit right. box. But now they have like a bunch of other I things, too. Box. Yeah, it's great. Um, they have an episode when they were working for BuzzFeed um, of them at the the goat man's bridge. bridge. I was just going to talk about that Denton. Yeah, because yeah. I was scrolling on TikTok and some guy was on live and he was like ghost hunting at the famous goat man's bridge. And I got on chat because he's only, you have to only film it from one direction to make it look spooky because if you turn around, it doesn't look spooky. No. And I got on chat and was like, oh, can you turn around? That's my high school right behind you. Like, you pieces of shit. These tourists mm-hmm. coming in there. The Goatman's Bridge is like a joke it's in not, Denton. Yeah. Uh, it's like a joke that people come there and film because it's, it's, li- so it's literally funny. just a wooden bridge next to our high school that used to be a single lane car bridge. And now it's not anymore because that's a crime. There's a real bridge next to it, but they never tore down the wooden one. Mm-hmm. And, and the now Goat it's Man... where girls go to take their graduation photos. Cause in the yes. daytime, it's a cute bridge. <laughs> and then apparently where TikTokers go to get clout over ghosts, apparently. It's Freaking so Goat weird. Man bridge. Literally. I, cause I had watched that with John before we visited Denton, Texas and he was like, let's go for a walk there. John also very much does not believe he does not believe in ghosts. I was kind of yeah. like, oh, let's go. Let's see. Even let's though I, I've been there before. Yeah, we went there at like 10 p.m. at night, walked the whole trail in the dark uh, and saw people there that were like ghost hunters. And it was just it was silly. It was very, very That's silly. so funny. It's literally across the street from our high school. Um, yeah. Anyway, well but Shane and Ryan are fun. Far. Yeah, football games not far. And it, it was a nice little nature trail, I gotta say. But no, oh ghosts. yeah, no, it's cute over there. It's a cute little nature thing, and the the yeah. bridge is actually very pretty. It's the old Alton Bridge, and it's it's a cute little wooden bridge, and it is historic because it was the last single lane wooden car bridge in America for a while. Yeah, uh, uh, which meant it was extremely dangerous, which is why people thought it was haunted. But it was just because it's a single lane wooden car bridge. Yeah, at night it does look a little eerie, but you know, yeah. it, what doesn't? What well, doesn't? Um, Billy. Interview with a vampire. Can you do your little um, uh, preface that you sent me before we talk about it? Oh, I need to do so much because I've been waiting for this show for a while because I read the books ages ago, at least the first three of Anne Rice's vampire books. Our mother is a huge Anne Rice fan. We grew up not being allowed to read them because in her words, they will scare you to death. But then when I finally was old enough to read them, I was like, oh, they're just horny. Um, (laughs) Specifically, fairly gay horny. And all of them are. Um, uh, which I don't know. And the show I, I is not if, the show's not fairly gay. It's the show's extremely gay, and I'm so happy gay. about it. I loved it. So it was great. Um, there are some changes to the book, uh, uh, but all of these changes were like Anne Rice's idea before she passed away. Which is, uh, I, I'm really sad she didn't get to see it. But she worked to develop the pilot, and she worked to like change what she, what has changed. So she wanted Louis to be black. Um, Mm -hmm. so he could be, you know, New Orleans have a black character. And so they moved the setting up to 1910 so that he could still be a business owner. Yeah. Um, and be black. They also restructured it where basically the interview of the vampire novel, uh, or that interview exists in the seventies. And this is like a second telling. He wants to set the record straight. 
And one thing they can do with that is um, the character of Lestat is different in Interview with the Vampire than he is in the other books because Anne, he's not the main character yet. And Anne also, Rice hadn't figured Billy, out how to write him. Yeah, what? Sorry, real quick. Just please don't spoil the book. I'm on part two. Oh, so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, great. We're just keep, Lestat, it in, keep it in part one. <laughs> Lestat and Interview with a Vampire is just like Louis' version. It's like Louis telling the story. So he's kind of biased about what Lestat is like. And then yeah. the second book is called The Vampire Lestat. And that's from Lestat's point of view. And he's uh, written differently from then on out. And Anne Rice wanted that version of Lestat to be the one we meet in Interview with the Vampire. So he's already uh, a little bit more flamboyant and a little bit more likable than he is in the book. Yeah. Um, but it's more it's like great. what Lestat is like in all the other stuff. Um, and the other thing is people have talked about the homosexual subtext of Interview with the Vampire and the like gay st staring contest between Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise in the original movie. And what I like about this they show go all in. is that it is gay, gay, homosexual, gay, um, gay, 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 and modern very, very, very Louis great. in 2022 refers to himself as a gay man. Lestat uh, uh, fully. Uh, oh, my God. The, Dagny, oh, my God. The first time he bites him. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was it's screaming hot. at my television. It was very hot. I was it's obsessed. Um, but it's also, it just feels like such a interesting and cool way to adapt a book that's 40 years old at this point. Almost 50 yeah. years old. I gotta um, tell you, when the episode started, so it had like the the studio, like, you know, uh, going to the show. And then when it started, yeah. I was like, John, this is a weird place for a commercial. And he's like, Dagny, this is the, the show. Oh, because I they really start, thought it they was, start in Dubai? It's like, a news, it's like a newscast. Like a weird... Oh, that's true. Yes. An, or no, it's a commercial for... Um, being an interviewer like it's a yes like a master oh, yeah, it's class about commercial and it, for the I journalist was, you're right you're right yeah and i just like i looked at john and i was like this why did they put a commercial here what is amc plus doing yeah um but no it was the show and it yeah i, I yeah. really liked it i think everything they're doing is great the brother stuff i think they did really well his whole family's really well cast jacob anderson yeah. is louis jacob anderson was gray worm on uh game of thrones uh, uh, game of thrones and he was Speaking in uh, of, six episodes of doctor who i was um, going to talk about we can finish an interview uh well i'll save it for next week but i'm really okay. loving dragon show which is what i call it hot I d call it okay we'll get I call into it dragon tales more <laughs> doctor John. who connections on that show too <laughs> yeah, got yeah, matt yeah. smith and Sorry. ty tenant um yep we'll um anyway but yeah, I, I want the thing i want to say about interview with a vampire that i'm very excited about is that it's on amc there are producers attached to it who produced breaking bad and better call saul and amc has the rights to 18 of Anne Rice's novels. They have oh, all of shit. the vampire books and they have all of the Mayfair witches books and season one of the Mayfair witches already has a trailer and it's coming next year. So AMC mm -hmm. is planning a shared universe with, uh, I mean, Louis Lestat, Marius, when he shows up with basically her vampires on one show and her witches in new Orleans on the other show, they'll eventually mm -hmm. have crossover episodes if this is successful, it's going to be massive. And the first episode of Interview with a Vampire yeah. was so good that I think they might pull it off. So even I if you have so. a passing interest in um, homosexual gay vampires, uh, or just vampires <laughs> in general, because honestly, you not? Every, every vampire story since Interview with a Vampire is copying it. I, everything about... Oh, yeah. There was, no, there was no such thing as the sexy vampire you were rooting for before Anne Rice. Um, no. so I'm, I'm very excited for this show. I'm very excited for the Mayfair, which is, I, I can't wait. I highly recommend it. 
Yeah. I mean, every it it's very funny seeing the like crossovers of newer vampire things and what they pull from Interview from with Anne the Rice. Vampire. From yeah. Anne Rice. Um, my favorite thing and... about the vampires in Interview the Vampire, though, are they can't suck blood after their victim's heart stops ble- beating. I think it's very interesting. Like, they get sick oh, if they yeah. do that. It's so cool. It's such a cool little extra sparkle of blood sucking. They're, they're <laughs> uh, really well thought out vampires. She's the yeah. way they work, the way she's, it's it's exceptional. I cannot wait. And happy Halloween, everybody. It's vampire time. It's October. And honestly, season. by the time this episode comes out, there should be like four or five episodes. You can just jump in and go nuts. Oh, yeah. They've already done episode yeah. two. But you got to you gotta watch episode two first. Tell me if it still is within part one, which it, it's got to be because they maybe did 30 pages of content in episode one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's it's I think you're going to be fine. Uh, Yeah. So I will check it out. And hopefully the fiance never changes the password. <laughs> He's already changed it. You only got one episode. No, that sucks. Um, okay. Well, let's well get into I do. The show I proper. have one question, but I want to bring our guest okay, in because sure. I want to get his opinion as well. Um, it's well, just about the Mario trailer. I, but I want our <laughs> guest to come in because I, in case he's also watched it, because I have maybe a hot take on it. So, Billy, introduce our wonderful guest, our returning guest. Our returning guest. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a, a, a comedy producer. He uh, hosts LOLGPT at Westside Comedy, right? At Am I wrong? Just oh bring him in. Let him tell us. I just, you know what? We're going to re-edit the intro. I'll record something later and fix it. <laughs> I, just, um, but, I, heard, uh, I heard a P in there and I felt like. There was a P. <laughs> Billy, are you even a proper gay? You just messed up the acronym. What You're did I like, say? L-O-L-G-B? L-O-L-G-B? P. There I just, was I just P. heard a P somewhere in there, and I, so I, I thought you were just kind of making a joke of it, and then you were like, "Oh no, this is the actual show title." No, no, yeah. no. I, Oops. L-O-L-G-B-T. That's just the fear heterosexual men have whenever they announce me trying to say the show. It's because they're like, they when they take it very seriously. It's LOL, and then after they get the LOL, they just like crush in fear and like panic and start to sweat. Billy, what is oh the name God, of our guest? Podcast? It's Drew Craft. <laughs> oh, bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow. Welcome. <laughs> Joining us from all the way back in episode three when you convinced me to go out and buy Drop Dead Gorgeous on I mean, DVD. And your life was changed, wasn't it? it? Honestly, for the better. What an exceptional film. Ooh. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, man. I love that movie so that much. Such I haven't watched it in a while, but I need to watch it again. Well, it's I perfect. own it on DVD because it was not streaming <laughs> anywhere so when you, you recorded your first episode. <laughs> I also think it is now streaming again. You were just in yes. that perfect oh, window. Oh, I was just in the window yeah, where I had to buy it. So you're welcome to uh, Denise Richards' residual checks. Exactly. Yep. Um, okay, I do want to ask because the Mario trailer has dropped. My hot take is that I think Chris, Chris Pratt is the right choice. Like, I think what he's doing is the right choice. You're fired from Poptimist? Get off my show. <laughs> do you want to watch an hour and a half of, woohoo! I'm yes. real. You want to you want to listen to that for I, an hour and a half? I want it to be Chris Martinet, who's been Mario for 40 years. Is, and... he, is he still, this is dumb. I didn't know if he was still alive. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. and, they, and then Nintendo and yeah, had the audacity to be that. like, and don't worry, Charles Martinet is in the movie. And it's like, as what? Oh. Fuck you. Um, Weird. Uh, if he was uh, okay, I, I take this back. Trailer. It's so they it looks say very Mario, good. It looks amazing. I'm actually very excited oh, for Jack it. Black but is they let be most Bowser. Yeah, they let most of the movie be Bowser with mm-hmm. Jack Black. 
who's great at it. So and then Chris Pratt Mario shows up and he says like two things and it's just enough for you to go, hold on, is he doing an accent or not? Like It's a little bit tell. like he's a, a guy who works at a deli in New York. It, he's it, got like a New York accent. But is it animated or is it? It's animated. It's yeah. animated. <laughs> Live well, action. I don't know. Chris Pratt. Weird. I don't know. You know. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> also, no, there the, is it, a live action Super Mario, which could be a whole episode of this alone. And it's it's it should be because I think it's great. Oh, <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen that. You, oh, there there you there, there that, is a Super Mario. You saw when you were so movie. young, you had no clue it was actually Mario because it's so insane. It is unhinged. Like there's John just like, an Osama actual dinosaur that is Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi's an actual dinosaur. It's an actual dinosaur. That feels um that's that's sorry, I'm looking it up, but it's that very is very early nineties. I'm remembering that. Um, maybe late eighties even. Yeah, the the dinosaur Yoshi made me Yep, yep, yep. I remember this now. That's all that, I knew. Yeah, I hear. knew you would. I knew you'd seen it. Yeah. Uh, and who's Mario? Oh, what's Mario? God, it's name? awful. It's not, it's great. Who is it? Yeah, uh, Mario. It's not a Mario movie, but it's great. <laughs> I don't know what the actor's name is. I'm looking at it now. I don't recognize him. Uh, how dare you? It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's it's iconic actor name here. That's right. Yeah, the fact that and I feel bad for not knowing it. Bob Hoskins. Jeez. There you Bob go. Hoskins as Mario. Oh, yeah. John Leguizamo as Luigi. And remember, this movie has the important thing of saying that Mario's last name is Mario. So it's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> Oh, um, good stuff. Whereas Jordan Rasco on TikTok says Mario is a gay man and his last name is Sunshine. <laughs> it's right there. See? Super Mario <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> um, I love Jordan That's Rasco. Great. Okay. That's great. Um, okay. Um, Sorry. I just wanted to, I now take back my hot take because so my group chat, I didn't my know that the original Mario. Oh, really? I didn't know that yeah. the original Mario was still alive. They should have just used him as a voice actor. But And now Tara Strong, voice actress Tara Strong, came out today and was like, it should be Charles. Like, it's weird that you hired a movie star and not a voice actor to play Mario. And I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I said something. I mean, it's and not weird, in right? my place. No, it's common practice now, but we shouldn't do it. <laughs> no, right. No. Yeah. Like, it was like, it weird, was such a, it was such a victory for Sonic 2 to get, the original voice actress who does tales on the cartoon mm -hmm. when they hired uh, her for the movie, that was like a huge win. It was like, Oh my God, yeah. tales is going to sound like tales. Yeah. And it's just weird that, that they don't want to do it. So uh, my hot take is if we're just going to do like weird accents as Mario, then we should recast <laughs> Mario with the situation from Jersey shore and <laughs> princess peach. Princess peach should be Teresa Gudice from the real housewives of, of New Jersey. <laughs> Fair enough. I just want to be like, to be like, Daisy, you prostitution whore, and then throw a table. Like, oh, uh. <laughs> oh, great! Oh well, my gosh! And I know we don't have time for this, but you have to remind me next week. Um, Dagny, the best show on television is back, uh, and that is the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But I'll hold it in until the next episode. But it's back, oh, baby! It fucking rules. You'll be proud, Billy. You sent me that clip, and I had already seen it because TikTok, for some reason, thinks that I watch Real Housewives, so it ought to already Good. come up before you sent it to me. Good. And it was great. I don't think who who could can leave the country because they're going to Arizona, right? Yes, yeah. When they're going, yeah, they're talking about why going to Arizona, and she's like, I don't know. It's like Utah, but hot and with more white people somehow. <laughs> it's such a funny show. It's a great show, but one that of them is under place. indictment by the FBI, so she can't leave the country. So all their housewife vacations have to be shitty this season. That's very <laughs> oh funny. God. Arizona. Anyway, <laughs> um, Drew. 
Yes. What's up? I want to know what you brought in for us today. Uh, oh yeah, the, let me do my little. Sorry, real quick, Drew. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hey guys, here on Popsimus, we like to have our guests come in. Uh, We're doing all great. over the place. <laughs> we like to have our guests come in for you guys. No big deal. No. <laughs> That's perfect. Mm-hmm. But we have our guests come in with something from pop culture that they love that is either obscure or not generally well liked by the public at large, and then we talk about why they like it. Uh, and now, Drew, before Dagny rushed me, okay, uh, <laughs> we'd love to hear what you brought in today. Okay, so mine's very current. Um, and also keeping with the theme of gay vampires, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to discuss the movie bros. Oh, Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I was going to see it this weekend and then I saw barbarian instead, but I plan on seeing it next weekend. (laughs) Billy, uh, I, I, do, I also out. have not seen it, and I do this really is, want to see it. I see, plan on seeing it. Seen it. So should we do something else? No, we can talk about I it. It's not no, something that I go, mind having spoiled yeah. by or anything. Like unless there's something, unless there's a huge twist or something. But I no, assume it's they're like, all straight. straightforward rom. They all get <laughs> wives. They all get wives at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I assume it's just no, like sorry, a sweet. Wrong they wrong. all go to a Mike Pence conversion camp and come out heterosexual <laughs> and better on the other side. And they all be—they all actually become bros. <laughs> yeah, incredible. That actually, you say that you say that, but them all getting wives at the end is like a J.K. Rowling ending. Like she would that. <laughs> She'd be like, "Surprise! There are no gay people." Oh incredible. Um, yeah. So this movie is get—it's had an interesting first weekend release. By interesting, yes. I mean bad box office sales. Sadly, uh, but Drew, I guess surprise. overall, it's not, not a surprise. surprise. It's kind of, it's just kind of sad because it, it does look very good from the trailer. But Drew, what yes. did you think of Bros? Tell me, tell me your thoughts. I I enjoyed it. I think it's funny. I mean, I think there's some like problematic potential things in it, but I think that's true of most films. So I don't think it needs to be put <laughs> fully under this like microscope, even more so okay. just because it is a queer film. Uh. But I don't know. I laughed. It was nice. I, I think a big issue I felt like people had, There's, I mean, there's several. I think the diversity seems to be an issue within the film. Um, it's very white. It's very white, but I think the whiteness is actually enhanced by ca- the casting of Luke McFarlane. I just is, he the, like, the, is he the love interest? He's the love interest for Billy Eichner, and it feels like it. he's so, like, if you look him up, he's all, like, hallmark movies he was on brothers and sisters he's i mean he's and and i get why he was cast because they're trying to like go for that but it felt like he just didn't feel like i don't know that's actually my that's actually like my only when i saw the trailer for the first time that was my own because i was so excited i'm so excited this movie exists exactly but then in like the trailer when it's like i'm like okay who's the romantic partner who's he pursuing and it's like oh this guy right like and I guess it's maybe because I've been in WeHo too much, but I'm like, you telling me you're gonna scan a room and notice this guy? He looks like all of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and and that's almost like there there are a, a bit of jokes about that within the movie, but it also oh, just okay. becomes like, you know, is this the script that you know Billy was wanting to write, or is this like has this been like the studio projecting on the like casting changes for the film? I don't know. Yeah. I just I just sort of wonder. Mm-hmm how he was cast or you know whose idea to cast him was and i feel like you could have picked someone just more interesting in general um yeah Yeah. 
Like Joel Kim Booster. I don't know why. That would be hilarious. Joel Kim me. Booster cracks me up. I yeah, love yeah. Him. He, I mean, I know so he just funny. was in his other gay rom-com that just came out on Hulu, uh, Fire well, Island. Well, and I think still. other. I think a lot of people have issues with it being advertised as this, like... I mean, I get that it is a... There's, like, distribution, like, things where they can kind of, like, advertise and it's, like, the first mainstream gay comedy, but it's also, like, there's been other gay rom-coms. This is not the first gay rom-com that's ever existed. Yeah. Right. And I think the, like, general population's reading it as such. Uh, And so then, of course, there's just, like, backlash then back and forth of hating it just because it's being perceived a certain way. Mm. Well, and that's what I remember right like the weekend it opened and the box office was not what everyone hoped and people were like what was the problem was it the marketing was it the gays was it billy eichner and i'm sitting here like well there hasn't been a rom-com that's been a hit in years right yeah. first of all like even a straight rom-com rom-coms are not in and everyone who's seeing this movie is calling it hilarious yeah and saying it's a like if you like rom-coms this is a great rom-com which is great to hear because i love i mean the world needs good rom-coms totally but but like to be like oh god why wasn't this like number one at the box office it's like because it's a rom- it's not about north star deep cut um <laughs> it's not like it's not like the first gay marvel movie it's not what's in right yeah, at it, the it's, moment it's not like mainstream right anyway. so i think it's I, I don't know to expect it to be number one i think it was a bit reaching anyway i do wish it yeah. did better at the box office and i mean i had Same. like friends that didn't like i was trying to like be like let's go opening weekend and support it just to like support <laughs> right. it we need to support you know queer stuff yeah and some people uh, God, don't you hate that like, obligation but i feel the same way uh <laughs> and you know people you know people like just didn't care and they're like all right well we'll see it when we see it yeah. or they won't I'll see, see it when i all. see it yeah and that that's is- the thing like post post covid like if i can stream a movie i'll do it oh, like yeah i'm even getting stressed going to these i'm going to these uh screenings for the sag awards and they're like wall-to-wall people and they're not the the uh what, the, what was i talking about two weeks ago amsterdam the amsterdam one was not well organized and i was sitting there like mm. oh if i could stream this yeah <laughs> And if it's, you know, if it's a rom-com that you're expecting to be able to watch at home, it's different than, like, Spider-Man. Yeah, there's movies that I make special trips to the theaters for. In defense, I don't necessarily say it's a rom-com per se, but comedy in general, comedy is better in a group setting. Comedy is better in a theater when you are laughing as a group. And I think this movie would likely do better in probably a group setting because it is a like you would be encouraged by other people's laughter i felt like when i saw it in theaters uh i think there are moments of like if i i saw it with some a few straight friends as well and i think they were encouraged by laughter because i was laughing even yeah well yeah you have to give oh my god don't you love giving straight people permission to laugh at gay (laughs) jokes it's okay it's okay it's okay (laughs) haha butt stuff um (laughs) real quick just because i'm thinking about it Am I correct that the first openly gay X-Men was North Star back in the day? Am you I right are. about that? You are. Yeah, X-Men knowledge. X-Men knowledge. Good job. Yeah. I know, but I should I have also... come on and do like a full X-Men episode realistically. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking uh, about Satan. I thought you were trying to talk about Morningstar, and I was like, how? what are we doing? <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's Canadian, and he has super speed, and he was the first openly gay X-Men. And I remember oh. as a kid reading, the, reading one of the issues... Uh, where the X-Men go to recruit him and they're like, well, actually you're a mutant. And he's like, great, first gay and now this. And it really stuck with me. Oh. 
That's great. Well, yeah, he's got super, super gay currently, so. Mm. Yeah, well, X-Men, honestly, at this point, if, you, if the X-Men is not written as a metaphor for being queer, then it's not being written well, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's gotten increasingly gayer as the years have gone on, too, but it's a great series. Yep. <laughs> I love the X-Men. Question I was thinking Rose. about, go, Danny, go ahead. I was just yeah. going to say, I, Drew, I want your opinion, because I know Billy Eichner tweeted after opening weekend and was like, the straights are the reason that it did poorly in the box office. And I, my thought is maybe he spoke too soon, but maybe he's not completely off. I don't know. I I'm have mixed feelings towards the tweet. Also not super, like pressed about it but uh, <laughs> i don't know do you do you think he had the right response to it or i uh, uh, i don't know i mean i don't necessarily think it was the i don't know the most humble response i i, I don't know yeah and not that he well, but he also didn't need to have like he can have whatever response he wants to have so yeah i, I don't know sure. um See, I don't my know thought what about, caused it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what caused it. I did have this thought though of, which I think is actually a pro. And what's fun with the movie, but basically, like all the actors, like all of them are queer. So if there's a straight characters, queer people are playing. So like that's really fun. But oh, I nice. Also, but but I also think that there's an element of, well, for wanting to like reach over and be more integrated, then maybe like having like, I don't know more straight people involved or having like a few bigger name straight people involved. Cause that would also then draw and maybe draw an audience. more of that crowd as opposed to it being too much inside one community. Um, That's fair. It's kind of like, straight it's like, people. <laughs> well, I know, and, and I, but like, empl- I mean, the employment of yeah. the yeah. queer people is realistically more important than that. But I do think that could have factored into the, like the, larger like kind of communal interest of the film yeah having like one big bigger name i guess but i mean there's even gay actors that do have big names i guess maybe it's expensive to get i can't i can't think of one off the top of my head Uh, there you go that might have been expensive who knows but why wasn't ellen in this movie That's why I did bad. She was a producer, actually. Uh, I'm just kidding. Oh, but she stepped away uh, without any notification. I do Um, want to say, Dagny, though, I think Billy Eichner is a comedian first. Yeah. And I, when I saw that tweet, I was like, that's funny. He's just making a joke. And then people got really serious about it. And I was like, oh, and I was like, was that his intent? Like, was he actually blaming the straight people for it? Or was he just like, was it because I read it as a joke, but I might have been wrong. Mm. I thought it was funny. I follow I him also, on Instagram and it it does feel like a lot of his posts recently have been very just like defending the movie a little bit. Hmm. Um, so I think I'm bred into well, it a little bit more that way. But I also, I okay. get it. Like, you know what? Like he's, how how hard has he worked on getting this film made? Yeah. Everything right. for it. So it is like, it's upsetting. And I frankly share upset with that because I wanted it to do better than it's doing. But I think it yeah. will probably have some longevity long-term. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, we're talking about, like, the impact of the movie opening weekend, and we're talking about, like, box office sales, but I want to ask Drew, Yeah, is do it you good? like this movie? <laughs> oh, I did. I, I mean, I saw it twice, actually. Okay, oh. see, and that's, that is, as much as it sucks. In that, theaters, and yeah, I'm not a rom-com cool for... person. I'm not <laughs> a big rom-com person. I'm being very serious. 
Well, uh, that's what that's what I think. Like, like, sure, it sucks that like the box office isn't bigger. But what if the movie sucked? Like, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> to, the movie's what good. an achievement it is to get this movie made and it to be as funny because everyone talks about. I saw a guy on TikTok who was like, I saw 14 movies in September and I'm going to rank them. And he gave bros number one. He said the movie was hilarious. It was the funniest movie I've seen in months. Well, I think of growing up and thinking of like the gay movies that I could even, I mean, I frankly couldn't get my hands on any, I'm from St. Louis, like couldn't get my hands on any way. I was like struggling with my own sexuality anyway and didn't really have. So most of the stuff that you could even watch was like, the horrific stuff of someone being killed or, you know, the, 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 the drama of it all. And then yeah. when you would find like the rom-com, it would be like these terribly produced low, low, low budget, almost porn star like actors, mm-hmm. you know, trying mm-hmm. to do like a rom-com and it, I mean, they weren't very good. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I just, I feel appreciative for the movie just in that sense alone, but there are other movies. I mean, the, the trailers in front of it alone had like a new Jim Parsons movie that's coming Ooh. out. It's like a gay kind of drama yeah. rom-com, I guess. What is it? rom dramedy. Yeah. A, a rom dramedy. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, that's a word. So there's definitely more like Fire <laughs> Island just came out, which was also fantastic. Mm-hmm. So like we're getting more. We also had like the the Dan Levy Christmas movie um, on Hulu. Oh, yeah, that was the, last... and, the, and the Kristen Stewart one. Yeah, she, maybe she was in that. There was a big yes, cast. She... Jennifer Coolidge. Yes, was in she it was. Too. She was the lead. This <laughs> was Kristen Stewart. Um, we only care about Dan Levy and Jennifer Coolidge. Who? Well, <laughs> that's, you're correct. You're correct. You know. But also, well, that was another thing. Was I saw someone talking online about like. The other thing about rom-coms, especially like, what's the next big one coming out? It's George Clooney and Julia Roberts is like yeah. the next mark, big marketed rom-com coming out. And as much as I've known who Billy Eichner is for years, most people don't. Correct. Most people have no idea who Billy Eichner is. And honestly, maybe this movie is a flop and the gays work like Supremes. And as one Billy diminishes, a new Billy rises. Man, for a dollar, name a woman. Um, but... <laughs> But that, I think there's a part of it too is like, yeah, I love Billy Eichner. I think he's hilarious. But could yeah. I go to any one of my family members that aren't Dagny and say, hey, who's Billy Eichner? And would they tell me? No. Even now they wouldn't know. But I would also argue, I wonder how well this, I think it's Tickets to Paradise or something, whatever the new George Clooney right, yeah. is. I, I like, do you think it's going to be number one at the box office? Like, I don't. Not a chance. No. Not a chance. So that's why we are, like, by the air date of this episode, we are two weeks from Wakanda forever. Not a chance. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> like, yeah. they're, they're both just like wealthy stars were able to throw together, putting, putting together a movie, like while they were on vacation quarantining, I believe. Yeah. Is that really? Them. I think that's what, what happened. From what, I, when I've heard, they were basically oh, like wow. quarantining, like, had a vacation quarantine and like filmed the movie. Huh. <laughs> Which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Like what? Interesting. Um, yeah. I doubt it's going to do that great. I, when I saw, I was telling Billy earlier about um, Barbarian, which is very, very good. Um, okay. There was a trailer for, that movie which feels very out of place it's a horror movie but we had that trailer for the <laughs> George Clooney. i was like this is not the vibe but yeah i i watched it i was like oh it's fun that they're together they're they're both getting old i don't know i yeah. guess that's part of the the sh- 
the general idea of the movie is that they're yeah. older, but falling in love. Sure, it's not, but it's not anything hey. revolutionary. I think that might be the thing with rom coms is like there's such a pattern to it that someone yeah. really needs to like break the mold for people to go flock to see it. Right. And I don't know if like making the whole cast queer is enough of a shift to get everybody to see it. Like if there right. was something. I think like Amy Schumer did well with her with Trainwreck. I I remember that I, I think Trainwreck. did pretty well. I love Trainwreck. Did well, yeah. And I don't know if there was really a twist, but that came out. I think there wasn't a lot of rom coms for a while, and that was I think it did well because it was like fresh. I don't I don't know. They also marketed that movie well, I think. But um, I mean, yeah, I think she was. They did. She's a, was a bit of a bigger name at that time, even when the movie came out. Yeah, she was kind of a superstar for a little while. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just hmm. different. I mean, it's sad, but it, I mean, I urge you guys both to see it. It's a really funny movie. Um, I plan on you know it, weird yeah. trailers though. There, I saw it. There was thirty minutes of trailers before the movie. Uh, yep, yep. Thirty minutes of trailers. So I was like, long. I. <laughs> I'm already going to be sitting here for two hours. Like you guys can't do this to me. Yeah, that is actually that is that is a very nice thing about these screenings. Yeah. They're the trailers. Like, they're like, "Hi, welcome. We're starting ten or fifteen minutes late because it is Los Angeles, but we're starting." And the lights go down, and the studio logo comes up, and the movie starts. So I'm like, "Hell yeah, baby!" It's great. Yeah, I used to. Sorry, I'm talking about trailers. I used to be very um, strict about getting the movie and seeing all the trailers and. The more and more movies I go see, the less strict I am about being there right at the start of showtime because I'm like, it's going to be literally 20 to 30 minutes yeah. of trailers. It's crazy. That's actually then why you I get like Nicole Kidman, baby. Did you guys see the, the, the SNL sketch? Yeah. How many people sent me to that? Sent that to but me? But I have to tell you, I so I saw, like I said, I saw Bros twice. Mm-hmm. And the SNL, I saw it like that Friday and then Saturday the SNL sketch happened and I went back a few days later to see it again and when the Nicole Kidman AMC ad came on I could not stop laughing because I kept thinking of the SNL sketch I like urge you both because I watched it right before we started recording there is Katya the drag queen um, released a parody of the AMC uh, of Nicole Kidman's trailer or yeah. a trailer commercial i think it's funnier than the snl one the snl one i thought was funny but a little like not try hard i did think it was funny um but then i watched katya's and i was like i really enjoy this and it's shorter it's very quick and just like okay. uh just like making fun of it but katya's australian accent is great um <laughs> yeah is, I, uh, I just i wish that, that came her... out oh sorry just, there was a parody that came out like yeah. a year ago uh, for a Miami queer film festival where a drag queen recreated it. Mm-hmm. And what I like about that one is other than it's like a shot for shot with a drag queen, um, she does almost the exact same dialogue, but they'll just like randomly censor some words. So it's like, <laughs> we come to this place for magic. We come to this place to laugh. To beep. Beep. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's, so good. that's, that's incredible. Um, I think the one like fault with SNL is that they haven't that they waited over 
a year and a half since this started to make the Dagny, parody. Dagny, you can't criticize SNL no. as a whole because that's what you're doing. That's just SNL as a, I, as a thing. I almost find it huh. because the, the the commercial had to like sit in with the public and it was also like that's the fair. premiere episode back too. Oh, that's fair. So it's, I was Got shocked it. because I knew when they changed something because I have that stupid commercial memorized because I've been doing it at my comedy show. I've yep. been at the beginning of Big Night Out. I'm like, let's all bow our heads and we have to pray. A pray for a good show. It's and a good the prayer bit. is I just do the whole AMC ad <laughs> and wait for the audience to catch on. Yeah. Right. They so, do no, you're that. right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they well, sometimes you get the extended or the full length version and sometimes they shorten it. Um, because the full length one has all of the fun quotes in it. I love it. I love that. I love it too. I I love how the world has come together over it. Yes. Like I know somebody's going to cheer. Like, you know what? This is ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. I support this no matter what. We all went through a process because I remember the first time it happened. It was like, like everybody in the theater was new to it. And it was all just like, what? She's so entitled. This seems so weird. Why is this happening? And then the more and more I saw it, I was like, this is camp. <laughs> I love Let me it. Tell, yes, it is. It is. But I also, I also love that it's like an Australian woman, like welcoming America back to the theaters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I when I went it, it's saw, fantastic. It's so good. I went to a screening of, I think it was Dr. Strange with my old manager at work. And he would bring some of his employees, but he would bring a lot of his straight friends. And he knew that I loved the AMC ad, but his straight friends had never met me before. They met me that night. <laughs> and we went to a brewery beforehand, and then we went to the movie. And then it starts, and I went, guys, shh! <laughs> it started. And they, they were like, what? And then I start reciting it. Nick, who's the manager, he starts laughing. His friends are staring at me. And so they're staring at me. So we get to the part, my favorite part, which is heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Yeah, and I stood works. up out of my chair and I raised my beer and I looked at all the straight friends and I said, somehow heartbreak feels good at a place like this. <laughs> and then like random people in the theater started applauding. It was great. It was an amazing time. Oh but now if, if I'm there with friends, I try to perform it for them because I want some attention before the movie starts and I can't get any for two hours. You know what I mean? Of course. I would expect nothing less from you, boy. <laughs> the real performance is right here. Yeah. I'm uh, Dr. Strange now. My name is <laughs> Um uh anyway, we we got off track from bros. We really I'm <laughs> really Yeah, we're, we'll go back. It's it's like uh, it's like a bros slash Nicole Kidman AMC. Yeah. <laughs> I joked that our guest that we had is did did Alex's episode come out the week before this? In future oh time? God. Yes, Dagny. Okay. So our guest from last week. Thank you, Billy. Um, I joked with him before where he like lo- loves, loves, loves this AMC ad. Like more than Billy reciting it at his comedy show, obsessed with it. Wow. Uh, and I joke, or he joked, he was like, what if I bring in the Nicole Kidman AMC ad as my topic? And I'm glad that we're covering it now because that's not what he brought in. Wow. Uh, it, was, it was an option that he had um, lined up so I'm glad we're getting to touch on it now because it is camp and it is perfect it's everything it's so it, so it, good it, you know it, it welcomed us back to the world after COVID it did yeah. and we needed that all we of did. us so- <laughs> together together so <laughs> no alright <laughs> I want to see a oh. Kath and Kim version um. yeah just keep the versions oh. coming I do think 
because they're making there was the announcement a few months ago that they're making a sec a new one um they renewed her contract and she's doing a new one she's doing a new one and i think the best thing they can do is not tell us when it's gonna start and people just have oh, to start hearing about it and like they go to the movie and they're like oh it's a, it's new it's different and then they tell their friends and they tell their friends also, and then bros will make so much money <laughs> why would they yeah. ever tell us like yeah. I, it's like yeah. they're notifying us to let us know that a commercial is coming out like we don't need to be notified just release things I guess that makes sense. It would be weird if they told us, actually. like They it? should honestly yeah. do a shot-for-shot shot remake every year with Nicole Kidman in a slightly different outfit and do it for, like, ten years. Mm. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm for it. Yeah. I want just Nicole Kidman to morph into an AMC theater. They, just do, <laughs> they do one that's shot-for-shot, shot, but <laughs> if they only air it for one week, and it's Charlize Theron, and, and we just have to see if anyone notices. Yeah. And then it's, like, her, like, I don't know, like... It, her, an AMC shrine will be like her grave site when she dies, <laughs> and it'll just have like a commercial playing in the background with like a mm-hmm. statued tomb of her in that pants. I think it. I think it just also helps too that I think everybody likes Nicole Kidman, and that's fine. Yeah, she's charming. Oh. She's good. Uh, she's, she's had some really good roles, so she's proven yeah. herself, including this yeah. one. Well, this might be her best. It, so. This might Honestly. be her best. I can't wait and to see how many people. Um, um, I already know of one person going as AMC Nicole Kidman for Halloween. I can't wait to see how many people go as her because you. I've already seen the TikToks. You can buy a suit that looks the like pinstripe sparkle suit. Oh, yeah, there's one on Amazon that's like pretty cheap. So I expect is it being advertised as like Nicole? Yeah, Kidman? it's like TikTok it's- girls that are like uh the like halloween inspiration and it's that audio of the like the billy have you seen the color anyway there's a certain audio that people have used with this one but that was one of the halloween costume ideas and there was like seven hundred thousand likes so i can't wait to see all of these nicole kidman's turn out on halloween yeah it's a good look do you guys have outfits or like are you guys dressing up for halloween i haven't decided yet because i was my boyfriend and i are trying to figure out a couple's costume that is why we went as the nanny and mr sheffield last year oh yes and it was great but like john he was he wanted to do it but he was like i don't know if people are going to know this and there was it was kind of a 50 50 if people were like oh my god i love it or what are you guys dressed as and i think this year he doesn't want to have to answer the what are you guys dressed as a lot so we're trying to figure out what we could go as it's pretty on the nose so it's not a a conversation an ongoing conversation through the whole night of have you ever seen the nanny no you haven't okay well it's with fran drescher (laughs) (laughs) then i don't want to speak to you anyway it's the real answer yeah yeah i was like you have no taste um not no taste Um, you have bad taste if you haven't (laughs) yes correct um (laughs) So anyway, we're trying to think of something more iconic. I suggested going as a Legends of the Hidden Temple team, but I don't know if that, that would like funny. helmets, elbow pads, oh and knee pads. Silver serpents. <laughs> yeah. Um, the purple monkeys. Yeah, the purple monkeys or the orange orange iguanas. Jaguars? Orange iguanas, you're correct. I think it was orange iguanas. Yeah. So anyway, those t-shirts are on Amazon too. So I'm like, the world is our oyster, but we keep pushing later and later to make a decision. Yeah. And it's... It's going to end up being Fleabag because that was a joke that I found online. Just a picture of her in a peacoat. Well, hey, I know we've had a bunch of fun sidebars. Well, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to roll us back to bros back before we wrap up bros. here. Because I, right. I do. I, I Drew, do you think this movie would have been? Do you think people would have cared less about if it was a success or not? If it would have been a streaming film? Maybe not. I mean, I think part of the problem is they they almost set themselves up 
in the marketing of hyping it to this being like this first mainstream thing, yeah. you're setting yourself up for failure yeah. um, to a degree. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if people, more people would have seen it had it been just direct to streaming or maybe released at the same time. That's, I mean, that's a whole new world. I think we're all still sort of learning about, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's really mm-hmm. funny. I think people should see it. Um, that's I'm glad what keeps- it exists. I'm yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. I'm glad it exists. And I'm just glad it's good. Cause I haven't any, everyone who's seen it, which isn't enough people. But everyone who's yeah. seen yeah. it talked about how much they like it, how funny it is, how it's the funniest movie of the year or whatot. And uh, I think that's, and there, I mean, that's I guess great. there's a lot of there's a lot of like queer people working on it. So there's like friends you'll end up probably seeing that you like have worked with at some point. So you're just like, oh my god, this is great. And so it's just it's fun to be like supportive of the community. And yeah, it, it is fun. it is it is really funny. I mean, there there's some there's some great moments in it that were like laugh out loud. That's, that's awesome. good. Oh, I, I want to see wanna, it. I'll probably go see my it plan, soon, actually. Yeah, my plan was to see it this previous weekend, but um, for work, John's, I talked about, like I said, I really enjoyed Barbarian. There's a reason I keep bringing it up because it was very, very good. Um, But we ended up seeing that because his coworkers were like, it's one of the best movies of the year. You need to see it because we need to be able to talk about it because my boyfriend works in development. And so he has to see all of the very current movies. And this one was hyped (laughs) up so much. That his boss was literally like, "You need to see this this weekend, so it can be discussed in meetings this coming week." So that's a fun. We ended up seeing that. I know we almost double featured because Bros followed by or Barbarian followed by Bros would have been great, but we saw the movie too late in the day. Um, yeah, but that would have been a really good double feature, I think. Yeah, good laugh after the jump scares. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, but cool. yeah, and I'm I know excited. I already asked, but uh, Drew, would you recommend our audience go out and see Bros? <laughs> I would recommend you go out and see it. It is uh, a good time. Fantastic. Fun for your whole queer family. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so, anybody, I don't think I've heard people say anything bad about it. No. I think it's just people really aren't sign. seeing it, but they need to, <laughs> speaking from a hypocrite, go see it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. here on uh, Poptimist, one thing we like to do towards the end of the show is we like to make our guest play a game. Uh, and this <laughs> game is called What a Pitch. And this is where our guest gives Dagny and I a prompt. And we each have 30 seconds to pitch a project, a movie, a TV show, a video game, a multimedia experience like the Van Gogh exhibit. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can be anything. And I All think, right. Dagny, do I go first? Sure. I think you go first. No, Dagny goes first. I remember. Oh, I go first. Yeah. Oh, the Matrix one. Yeah, I can go first. Yep. So I'm going to take my, Drew, if you're good to go, I'm going to take my earbuds out. Okay. Um, So my prompt is dog park. That just dog park? Or like, yeah, like something that, something that's set in a dog park. Okay. Um, I could go one of two ways. A rom-com would be easy, but that's just like a meet cute. Um, trying to think if I could lean into the horror because that's what it's spooky season. Okay, so it's a dog park. <laughs> two, okay. this one care, two characters meet up there. You think it's a rom com? That's what I'm going to start with. It two. Let's let's make it gay, but it's they're lesbians. They meet at a dog park. They both have their adorable little dogs. Um and. They start to, you know, get romantic. They go on some dates. And you know what? Maybe it is just a rom-com. I don't want to make it dark and upsetting. 
Um, that was bad. So it's just a <laughs> rom-com. <laughs> Wait, let me think okay, of so like a, a, let me a, think of a It's a lesbian twist. rom-com set at a dog park. Yeah, where they meet back, at a dog I'm park. Back, but I'm there's got to be, back. there's, uh, you well, know what? Well, Billy's going to win this one. I won last week, but. Oh, that, for no pressure it was a, for me. I had, I, my, my pitch was there was no pitch. It was, <laughs> there was no meat to my story. Well, uh, I'm going to sweat well. a little bit though. What? <laughs> Got to make him sweat a little bit. That's true. I actually did a really good job, Billy. There's no way you could. Beat me. <laughs> Fair enough. It, it's already been. It's in production already. Uh, okay, go for it. He's going to do a lot better than I do. Right. I'm sure. Uh, it's uh, something set in a dog park. That's all. Oh my gosh, this is just a cruel reminder of how Drew and I used to go to the dog park all the time and then COVID got better and I got a job and I haven't been able to go to the dog park with Drew in like nine months. And it's about Uh how a friend of a friend slowly is being left at the dog park alone and slowly plots their Mm -hmm. revenge. And it's actually a thriller slash slasher film uh, where the betrayed friend who is Drew, who I haven't seen at the dog park in like nine months, uh, comes and hunts (laughs) me down and violently murders me for revenge. But our dogs get to play together, like over my corpse, and they're friends again. So it honestly, it has a happy ending. Aww. That was was nice. (laughs) That had had more storyline than mine did. Yeah, (laughs) that had... you missed uh, Dagny's great uh, rom-com, which is uh, <laughs> two lesbians meet at a dog park. That's it? That's it. Dagny? Well, first I was trying to make it be, hold on, hold on. There was, it was going to be really complicated and then I gave up. I was going to have them, it become a horror movie, but start as a rom-com. But then it felt this like it was going like to make it sad. Life. This could have been like the screen. It could have been. Made, but I was scared well, it Dagny... was going to become like a, a kill the gays story. And that's what I was trying uh, to not do. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I was yeah, like, you know what? Get rid of the horror. We're just going to make it sweet. They have dogs. They fall in love. Um, well, hey, two anyway. lesbians meet at the dog park. <laughs> that's every time my dog Momo and Drew's dog uh, Maggie play together. They're lesbians. It's true. Are they in love? That's lovers. sweet. Yes. They are. Oh, they, yeah, they Aww. are. I love that. And that's, that's what fuels my rage for Billy's uh, movie here. <laughs> I like your movie. My, my dog is heartbroken because she's uh, being kept from Momo. <laughs> we'll have to fix that. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I didn't know well, they were gay lovers. Um, they so are. They, yeah. And best friends. Um, well, Drew Craft, Aww. thanks for coming on Poptimus. Do you have anything you'd you like me. to plug? Not at the moment. Just keep listening to Poptimus, you guys. <gasps> Plugging Thanks. our podcast, plugging oh your own podcast for you—that's incredible. It can be That's a little commercial. Just keep listening to Poptimist, you guys. Keep listening to Poptimist. Um, wait, can you? I don't know if you ever corrected Billy. What's the name of the show that you sometimes produce? The comedy show. L O L G B T. Great, Billy. There's not it's a, a P. Fantastic stand-up comedy show. Perfect. Yeah, there's no, there's no P in it, but you know, it's fine. That's um, only Andrew, the after hours have... show. That's, that's, the, that's the after ah, hours. Show. Spicy. Um, Drew, do you Mostly have a salty, social media? Dagny, you don't want it to be spicy. Oh, God. <laughs> I do. You can yeah. follow me on Instagram. It's uh, at ginger underscore Drew. Perfect. And that's the best place to follow me. Uh, Billy, that really cracked you up. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> spicy so you want it salty not spicy uh um, it's pee perfect okay <laughs> all right all right 
Oh, boy. Anyway, everybody, go see bros in theaters multiple times. Yes, more than once, as many times as you can, four times in one day. Um, So this has been Poptimist. Thank you. Billy, did you have anything else to add? I just kind of went to the outro, but... You know what? I didn't... I haven't promoted anything in October, but I am in a parody musical of The Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 uh, for the last two weekends in October. Some friends of the pod are also in it. Aiden Park wrote it, and he's playing Freddy Krueger. It's going to be fun. Hit up my Instagram for dates. Uh, As of the recording of this, I haven't even seen a script yet, but I'm very excited. I literally knew nothing about this. I'm very excited to see it. Uh, I didn't know this was happening. Oh my gosh, a yeah. musical in this economy? Yeah. Can't wait. Oh, can't wait. Um perfect. <laughs> well, this has been Poptimus. Billy's room is dark. Are you still there? Yeah, I just this is an audio medium. Off. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does these only by flashlight. It just feels more authentic yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Um, okay. This has been Poptimist. Thank you so much for listening. It has been, has been Poptimist. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out all of our previous episodes and sure to be upcoming episodes. Um, you can get them wherever you listen. You're listening to your podcast now. My, my outro was really bad in our mini. So too. Um, yeah, you're crushing it. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, subscribe, comment, give us you know, do your own what a pitch in the comments, please. We'd love to see it. Um, yes. And for update about Dog Park, that just remember the prompt. It's just Dog Park. Um, <laughs> if you want to be updated about when we have new episodes coming out, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Poptimus Pod and email us with any questions, comments, concerns. If you just want to chat at PoptimusPod at gmail.com. That's all. Everybody say goodbye. Billy? Alright, goodbye. Bye! Was I, what was I supposed to say? <laughs>